There was a study done, and it was estimated that adults make approximately 30,000 plus decisions a day. Think about all the minute and thoughtless decisions that we make each day, whether it's what we're going to eat, whether it's what we're going to wear, the combination, the socks, the different type of shoes, if we're going to wear a hat, if we're going to wear a tie, a vest, a jacket. You also have to consider how decisions compound and every decision we make, there's another decision to make. Welcome to the So You Want to Talk About Leadership podcast, where we redefine leadership. Leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are, how you make people feel, and how you show up in the world. Stay tuned for a different perspective on leadership to learn, grow, and expand as a person and leader. If you're not afraid to lead by example or live in excellence, this show is for you. If this is not you, Come on back when you're ready. We'd be glad to have you. Now, here's your host, the serial leader himself, Tony Miller Jr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are season three, episode three, and I got a nugget for y'all this week. So I was reading Annie Duke's book, Thinking in Bets. Well, I guess listening to her book on Audible last year, and she mentioned a decision-making method that was coined by Susie Welch. And so I want to share with you today because I think it can help you as a leader And honestly, just really as a person in general, as you make decisions, I truly believe it's a game changer. But before I get to that, check these numbers out. So years ago, I mean, like years ago, there was a study done and it was estimated that adults make approximately 30,000 plus decisions a day. Yeah, I know that sounded like a lot to me, too. But think about. All the minute and thoughtless decisions that we make each day, whether it's what we're going to eat, whether it's what we're going to wear, the combination, the socks, the different type of shoes, if we're going to wear a hat, if we're going to wear a tie, a vest, a jacket, it really doesn't matter. I mean, are we going to get coffee in the morning, get a bagel, a donut, do nothing, eat lunch, buy lunch, bring lunch? What are we going to have for dinner? So, you know... I guess we could say that it does add up, right? But in contrast, there was a study done last year by Noom, and they found that adults made 122 informed decisions a day. But I want you to make sure that you focus on the word informed. It said 122 informed decisions a day. And so, when you think about informed, that means having knowledge of a particular situation or subject. So basically, you know a little bit and you're putting forth some actual effort into making that decision, right? So even if you think 122 decisions are a lot, you also have to consider how decisions compound and every decision we make There's another decision to make. So going back to my example about what to wear, what to eat, when to eat, 
all those different things, they compound off of each other. And our decisions that we take for granted, they grow exponentially. And before we know it, we may view something as one decision, but ultimately we've made 16 decisions in a very, very small amount of time. So when our decisions matter, how can we make the most of them, right? And not immediately regret the ones that we make. And that's where I think that Susie Welch's 10-10-10 decision-making method can help with that. So Welch's method is simply asking herself, and in this case, since I'm sharing it with you, asking yourself three questions before making a decision. So those three questions are, what are the consequences of my decision in 10 minutes? What are the consequences of my decision in 10 months? And lastly, what are the consequences of my decision in 10 years? Or another way to put it is, how will I feel about my decision in 10 minutes or in 10 months or in 10 years? And so I think the really cool thing about this is you can insert whatever number you want and they can all be different. You just have to make it make sense to and for you. So, for instance, if you have a situation and you want to ask yourself, what are the consequences of my decision in five minutes? But then ask yourself, what are the consequences of my decision in six months? And then what are the consequences of my decision in two years? You can do that. Whatever works for you in that moment for that particular decision I mean, make it happen. I mean, if you're out there thinking about going to college and you make a decision on what college to go to, you may not like 10 may not make sense for you or 10 may not make sense to be the number in all three questions. If you're thinking about marrying someone, 10 may not be the number. Three may not be the number. 25 may not be the number. You have to make it make sense for you. And I think that's why I really like it so much. But obviously with this method, you know, it's easy to remember 10, 10, 10 versus 3, 7, 15 or 12, 30, 28, whatever the case is. So she kept it simple, stupid. So it's 10, 10, 10 decision method. But I'm telling you that you can insert any number to make it make sense for you. Right. And so another way to look at it is really with those questions, short term, intermediate term and long term. So using this method to make decisions. It forces you to stop and think, but with a different lens where you are genuinely, you have to think about the immediate consequences of your decision all the way up to years to come. And so either way, whether it's two minutes, two months, two years, or even just one year, you're thinking about it instantly, then somewhere in the middle, and then somewhere down the road that we could consider long term. And so I think that is not just us making informed decisions, but that's us putting forth effort to make a decision and thinking about what it is that we're doing. And one last thing that I want to point out about what this method does, which is something that I talk to my students about every time I meet with them and have conversations about the decisions that they make, is that it allows you to think about how your decisions impact those around you or closest to you. So when you think about that, automatically, you take on a more selfless mindset instead of a selfish mindset 
and you are much more careful about the decisions that you make. Or I would hope that you are much more careful about the decisions that you make. Case in point, when I was in grad school and it was just me, I only really thought about how my decisions impacted me. Then I met my wife and we were dating. And so even if I thought about what we're going to eat, I have to consider does she like the, the, the type of food that I want to eat that night? And will we both be happy from that? And then when we got married, even me taking into consideration with any decision that I make, I think even more about how it impacts her. And now having two kids, I think about every decision that I make, how does it impact Eleni? How does it impact Trey? How does it impact Vint? And, and it may not be a how does it impact them, but it may be more of a how will it impact them? How can it impact them? So again, it's not just me. So I have to always keep that mindset of others and being selfless and not selfish when it really truly does come down to the decisions that I make impacting those around me and those closest to me. So at the end of the day, I want you to keep this in mind. Our next decision is or can be the most important decision we make in our lives. Yeah, I know that sounds like a lot. I know that sounds pretty heavy. Shout out to Tom Hardiman. But it is the reality because each decision that we make, it can be life changing. Whether it's we choose to text and drive, choose to drink and drive, choose to answer this call, choose to make this decision, make that decision. Either way, we don't know what the outcome of our decision will be. So every decision that we make, it's always going to be a chance. We can feel very strongly about making a decision. We can feel like we know what's going to happen when we make a decision. And we may know a lot about what the outcome of that decision may be, but we may not know everything about what that decision will be. And I'm sure we won't know everything about what that decision may be three months, six months, three years, six years, 20 years down the line, depending on other decisions that we make until we get up until that point. So, like I said, I feel like this is truly a nugget. It was a nugget for me. Hence, I'm sharing it with you because I think it really, really can help you. And I'm not talking about making a decision about what shirt or outfit to wear, or what food to eat for lunch or what have you. But when you have a decision to make, I think this is something that can help you. Like I said, whether you're a business owner, whether you are in your cubicle making a decision about a project, it doesn't really matter. Even if you're in a relationship and you're choosing to do something or choosing to say something or should you or should you not say or do something, I think that it can help you because you're thinking about once I say or do this or once I don't say or I don't do this, what are the consequences of me making that choice right now? And what are the consequences of me making that choice in a little bit? ahead in the future? And what are the consequences of that choice way down the line in the future? And like I said, I think it's pretty cool because you can change those numbers and make it work for you in whatever situation, whatever scenario that you're in and still be good. So thank you for listening. I hope this is helpful for you. I hope you take this nugget and apply it to your life so you can make decisions easier and better 
for you and those around you. And as always, until next time, be the leader that your peers need to see. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you received education, engagement, or empowerment. If you did, please leave a rating, like the episode, share the episode, reach out to Tony, or all of the above. So until next time, be the leader your peers need to see.